0: And I'll be very honest with you, Gary, and no disrespect towards you, Mr. Matsuda. I think that this man is without question next to a Nissan 300 GX Turbo, the greatest product to ever come out of the Orient, ever. You know what proves your point so clear? None of you Guy gaijin Americans have the guts to get in the ring with him. So are you Guy jeans. Come and try him. You're a handsome devil. That's all they deserve. But thanks for coming on the you danger do zone. You know what genius. Of course you. I, I do. do. I'm a smart guy. See you next week. <laughs> 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 all, right. all right. All right. Juice. <laughs>
1: What's a guy gene? I know what it is, but do you
2: guys know? Yeah. It's like a gringo. It's a white guy in Japan. It's a foreigner. Yeah, uh,
1: A gringo Piñata, piñata, piñata Barbecue, barbecue, barbecue We <laughs> <laughs> got good old JR in the show How you doing JR? <laughs> oh my god, my back hurts Oklahoma, Oklahoma <laughs> <sighs>
2: <sighs> That shit ain't funny, motherfucker I heard
1: that I heard what you said about Jim Ross <laughs> <laughs> Your mother's got a wood leg with a kickstand, motherfucker <laughs> she got one arm and swims in circles. <laughs> Your mother's got a mouth in the back of her neck and the big shoes like this. <laughs> oh, yes.
2: Yes, she does. What's going on, Juice? Not a whole hell of a lot. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm willing and able to get fucking rowdy tonight because I'm super excited. Like
1: rowdy as in rowdy roddy?
2: No, but not yes. Not I can tell with that orange cap you got on. That orange cap, man. This is. <laughs> It's a sign. It's a sign. I of- saw the sign. <laughs> and it opened up my thighs. I love some guys. <laughs> uh, uh, let me let me kick it in with the 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 usual real quick, right quick, brothers. Welcome, everybody, to Juice Pro Wrestling episode 36. Season of the mist.
1: Season of the missed
2: tonight we pay tribute in homage to one of my favorite wrestlers of all time and not just one of my favorite wrestlers one of the guys who i think is probably the best wrestler to ever come out of japan and i know that's a tough things you know i'm going to get a lot of flack for this because nowadays with new japan being as big as it is i there i don't think there's anybody as influential as this guy um i'm talking of course about the one and only Great Muta, the Great Muta, Keshimoto, Keshimoto. Um, the Great Muta is by far like his whole look, his gimmick. He was billed as the guy, uh, the son of. For those of you out there who know your old school wrestling, the Great Kabuki. The great Kabuki was <laughs> as Nikosis. <laughs> kabuk Yeah. As he's blowing that stank all up.
1: <laughs> and this time hit him with some stank. Yeah.
2: Oh, by the way, you know, let me introduce who we got in the studio. We did a little bit of pregaming too hard for a recorded tonight. So uh,
1: <laughs> You fucked up. You, you fucked, fucked up. up. You <laughs> fucked up.
2: <laughs> with the juice tonight, as always, or at least most of the time, is the GM, Big Ed the Assassin. What up, brother? What Juice Willis. Willis. Not shit. Willis. Not shit. Willis. Um, we also got off camera you can't see because he's such a mystery is I'm a Nick- mist. I'm <laughs> in the mist. He's a masked man. He's a masked man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh Nikosis, what's up? What up, Juice? <laughs> uh, not Shizer. Shizer. <laughs> um, yeah, but getting back to what I was saying, episode 36, it's all about the great mood of tonight. We're going to throw in a little bit of news and whatnot, but uh, our main focus is on the master of many uh, martial arts styles and catches, catch can hey now. wrestling.
1: Is he the Bruce Lee of wrestling? Catches, catch I, can. Catch I want to can. say, well,
2: I don't know. You, you can't really say that. I mean,
1: is he the Jet Lee of wrestling? Maybe. Maybe. Because I think Chan? the Bruce Lee of is wrestling to me is
2: Ricky the Dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By far. The Bruce Lee of wrestling is Ricky the Dragon? Because he just reminded me of Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, reminded me of of Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee mixed with Rambo. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I agree with that statement, but. Yeah. Hard butts. The Bruce
2: Lee. Hard (laughs) butts. I'm an ass man. That's right. That's right. I like to hug him. I like to move it, move it. (laughs) Hey, you guys want to know what's getting us riled up tonight? Uh, some Three Floyd's Alpha Closs. We also have a uh, son of juice. That's right. Not that. Not the Dur's, by the way. And uh, we also got some Coors Original Banquet in these fancy cans. You know. Hey, look at this shit. Look at this. Dick. Look at this. It's dick. a little festivus. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Some festivus. Yeah, we're having a good time tonight, and we want you guys to have a good time and join us as we talk about the great Muda.
1: We are here and recording with the late night sessions. Oh, it
2: is, <laughs> yeah, it's getting pretty late here in the Green Door Studios. Um, so, let me ask you this. Yes.
1: How's everything going at the Green Door now that it's past mm. our normal recording time?
2: It's doing great. There ain't nobody out in the town. I think they're showing at the art theater as a, it's a wonderful life. And I have to fucking say, yeah, it's pretty fucking wonderful. <laughs> yeah!
0: Somebody!
2: Somebody! (laughs) All right, let's get back on track here before you guys fucking derail me permanently. We are good at that. Um, It's also cool because we're in December now. We're in our second show of the month of December, the end of the year. Uh, I want to throw a early birthday shout out to the great Muda, who was born on December 23rd of 1962. So he's got a B-Day coming up. Yes, he does. Uh, We also just had a birthday for (laughs) Sabu. (laughs) 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 He's suicidal. Uh Homicidal.
1: Genocidal. Homicidal. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know where that one was going. (laughs) Dude, I don't want to get off track, but because you gave him a birthday shout out. (laughs) Yeah. I honestly enjoyed when the arena went black mm-hmm. and Sabu appeared, staring at the staring at this pointing up. To oh, the yeah. ceiling More than I liked Undertaker. I'm I'm saying it. I don't really? Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. <sighs> Oh,
2: no, man. dude, I and for as many botches as Sabu had, he was quite the innovator. But that's another day, another time. It yes. was. Let's yes. go. Muda,
0: Muda, Muda,
2: Muda. Kejimuto, like I said, is born December twenty third, 1962. A uh, Japanese professional wrestler, gained major international fame with the NWA, who is on a resurgence right now uh, with Billy Corgan at the helm as owner, CEO of operations. That would be cool if they actually brought him back th- yeah. to do some shit. And um, who is
1: Billy Corgan, by the way?
2: The singer of The Matthew Pumpkins.
1: Despite
0: all my
2: I think he's got his hands in everything, doesn't he? <laughs> not, not me. <laughs> got him on those. I'd nuts. like him to, though. <laughs> <laughs> um That's a
1: lot of fingers. Just
2: to kind of, uh, for those of you out there who don't know, I, I think Muda is kind of underappreciated as far as the wrestling community goes. I mean, you don't hear too much about him because he, he never had a WWF or WWE run. Yeah. He was really big in the NWA, uh, WCW he, uh, in the late 80s, early 90s. He had a good run there. Um, and even the late 90s when he uh, tag-teamed with Vampiro and unfortunately yeah. the fucking ICP when they were the, the dark carnival. Yeah. Um, ha, <laughs> <laughs> stink (laughs) malenko dean (laughs) malenko yeah right (laughs) um his gimmick though is probably one of the most influential gimmicks in wrestling as far as the the japanese culture goes um there were a lot of people that emulated him as of late uh in tna a few years ago was uh sonata who is uh actually in a member of Evil in New Japan pro wrestling right now. He was known as the Great Sonata in TNA. He was like kind of what would you call that? The uh what's the student of the Great Muda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the um, like protege. Yeah, protégé. yeah. And we all know going back to our ECW roots, uh, Tajiri, the Japanese buzzsaw, where'd he get that mist from? Yeah, exactly. You know, the Great Muda is, is been so influential in like ways like that. And like I said, um he His whole story gimmick, like the character of the great Muda was from, he was based as the son of the great Kabuki, and who was another guy who did the mist. And there's actually some really cool videos, if you guys go on YouTube and check it out, of Kabuki, Muda, and Tajiri doing the mist together in unison. The triples. Triples! Yeah, yeah, it's really awesome. You guys should check it out. But uh, he also made his mark in New Japan Pro Wrestling and All Japan Pro Wrestling, where he held held hold. We're uh, on video. I'm gonna fuck up. Ah, there you, you go. Fucked up. You <laughs> <fucked up. laughs> then I fucked you. Then I fucked you. <laughs> um, he held multiple titles in those organizations as, and he's also started uh, the Russell One promotion. In Japan, which did a lot of uh, interpromotional stuff with TNA, and the, which is why they got to use Sonata and some other talent from there. They had a working relationship before, like I'd say like a good year or so before TNA was bought out and became Impact Wrestling or was rebranded, I should say. Um, here's another thing I really want to stress out there, like how much his moveset means in the world of professional wrestling nowadays and just the way he moved in the ring because he had like and i'm glad we got the video now uh he would go through and do his moves if people watch a lot of like austin aries stuff when he does like his uh his flips and does these weird like just these really quirk jerks and like elbow drops and muda was made that famous and another the muda lock was another huge move it's basically like an inverted stf um if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, it's AJ Styles does it all yeah. the time. That move where he's kind of bent backwards, you know, and it grabs mm-hmm. the guy in the headlock and he's got his legs locked up. That's yeah. the fucking mood of dude. Yeah. That was, he made that famous, you know. And then, of course, the green mist, which as a kid growing up, dude, like, that was so cool. It was so badass. Yeah. And, he <laughs> out, it, like, yeah, and he would come out. You're like, whoa. Yeah, dude. And he would come out and these, these get ups, like, look like some kind of dark ninja and he would have like a, like a huge gold skull right here, and then <laughs> wrap it around would be like a cobra coming out, and he just looked so fucking tough. And then when he took that off...
1: It was the poison
2: mist. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, poison, the poison mist, <laughs> that pussy mist. It was toxic. <laughs> toxic. <laughs> um, he just looked so badass, too, even when he ripped off all the garbs and everything, and he had like the badass face paint on, you know? And uh, I was watching an interview earlier with uh, Gary Hart, uh, when they were, he was explain It was on the old segment with Terry Funk. He had like his little talk show segment called Funk's Grill. <laughs> it was actually pretty awesome. Uh, they were both fluffing each other up. Like Muda never really talked because his his English wasn't that good. But uh, so Gary Hart, who was probably one of the greatest old school managers of all time, um, was doing all the talking for Mood. and he's like, you know, when he sprays that mist, that's uh, Terry. He could spray that on your hands, and you'll have the power of. the samurai and all this like their souls and all this shit um it's super cool stuff but it was just funny to see like terry funk with the muda on there and like funk's grill like there was some shitty neon lights in the background (laughs) like welcome to funk's grill everybody (laughs) um great muda though it uh getting back to his his moveset though the the quirkiness the twitchiness of like he just had like this weird like almost like, like
1: jerkiness like a jerkiness
2: like thing. almost it kind of reminds me of uh like where like the the ring like those Japanese horror films where you get like the weird girl coming out, she's just moving all mm-hmm. like creepy and shit, and that's yeah. kind of what it reminded me of, so seeing him as a kid like that, and he had like the killer face paint and with the mist, and this guy he was he was fucking cut, he was built and he was a legit black belt and uh. I don't know if it was it, judo or what the hell art it was, so you guys can <laughs> body shame me on that. Kung fu. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't kung fu. That was a Nintendo <laughs> game, you bastard. <laughs> it was. It but it was he, also a TV show. Yeah, it was. And then the legend continued. Yeah. And then he hung himself while he was jerking off. Oh, that's messed up. <laughs> David Carradine. Shout out to David Carradine. Kill Bill. He did. <laughs> oh that's that's so great. Um but another one of Muda's moves that really has taken off and a lot of people have used the shining wizard, dude. That knee strike, it's it and the kinshasa that Shinsuke Nakamura uses yeah, yep. is you know, that's homage to the Shining <laughs> who, Wizard, who uses? dude. <laughs> <Shit> stain Nakamura. <laughs> <laughs> um honestly though that it, it's a badass move dude it, it's been emulated by other people and it's just it's never been perfected like the muda because like i remember as a young kid and like seeing that, I was like damn man that's just fucking devastating like a, the running knee and there were times um with the muda he would kind of uh return well he, he came out as a great muda right and then he as years go by after WCW and his first run, he would kind of go back and forth between his actual real name, which I'm probably going to butcher, the Kishimoto or Muta, um, however you say it, which was he didn't wear a mask or anything. He'd come on throwing up the fucking, yeah! yeah, the rock star or however you want to interpret it, the Dio shit.
0: And you, <laughs> the mob rules. Ride the tiger! You can see his stripes, but you know he's mean. <laughs>
2: shout out to ronnie james deal we love you uh but he was doing shit like that and it was just it was so amazing and dude he there's one thing i'd really like to bring up that uh most people may or may not know um as far as like if you're a big fan of ecw or death matches hey did someone say ec <laughs> dub ec dub ec dub ec dub uh, there's a thing called the Muda Scale where now it's basically it was such a bloody match that he had against uh man what's his name I can't think of it right now it's uh, it's Hase, uh, Hiroshi Hase I think is how you say it um this match was just super violent super bloody and super stiff <laughs> <laughs> super fun yeah, violent, yeah. Super yeah. But you guys you guys can go on YouTube and. Check that out. Um, I've, I've seen it in a couple of places where they got it busted up in the segments, but just a supremely bloody match, dude. And from that came the Muda scale, which is now what people judge how bloody match you know when people get busted open. That's, I mean, come on, if you create a scale that tells you how violent this shit got, yeah, you know. Yep. And and Muda was super believable with this shit too, because he was a legit martial artist, dude. And he was just yeah. he was so quick. And like I said, that, that twitchiness he had in his moveset, it just it was something different that yeah. you don't really see. And like I said, you can see a lot of that in Austin Aries. Um, the way he moves about the ring and does some of his moves, is very Muda-esque. So for me, that would be I mean, a dream match like Austin Aries uh versus the great Muda would be the shit. Did you prefer more in NWA or WCW? Well, they basically became one. So, yeah. it, you know, I, I really I can't say preferred one or the other. Um, like I said, though, the only f- unfortunate thing is we never got to see them in WWF or yeah. WWE. Um, maybe that's unfortunate. Who knows? We all have seen what they do to other wrestlers from other companies. <laughs> wah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out! <laughs> 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 but, uh... He had some great matches, even in late uh, one of a lot of his rivalries with like guys like Sting, Ric Flair. He's an ex NWA heavyweight champion. He's an ex uh, New Japan heavyweight champion. Uh, I think he won the championship too with All Japan. I mean, he, dude, he's even fought Shitsuke Nakamura, Shitsuke Nakamura, <laughs> <laughs> Shitzane Nakamura. Um, so it, he's muda has been around for a long fucking time. I, I don't know how much he's really doing right now wrestling-wise. I'm sure he still goes out and does his thing. The last televised stuff I can really remember uh, seeing was his latest run in TNA a few years ago, which I thought was awesome because anytime you get to see that dude fucking perform, it's just like, wow, this dude has influenced so many wrestlers, and not just out here, but in Japan. He was like really the first major Japanese superstar to cross over. And even when they tried to make him heal, it it was hard for people to boo him. He couldn't get that heel heat, you know, because he was just so fucking cool. It's like, dude, look at this guy. He was over too, though. Yeah, dude, he was over and he was silent. He was just like the silent ninja. You know, he had that fucking, he always do this, like the vampiro. He's another guy who took from Muda and even teamed with Muda. You know, like we were talking about with ICP and late WCW, and I think they became the tag champs. You know, I think they only held it for like a week. but <laughs> 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 And that, was, that sucked, too, because that's when Muda started to go bald. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> you know, that's like, like Sting, for example. When he was, you know, he's coming back like it, he's in TNA, right? His hair looks good. Yeah, a couple of years go by, it's like, damn, man, as these wrestlers, like you start to see a bald spot in the back. It's like, oh, Sabu. man,
1: Remember Sabu uh, with the uh, TNA uh
2: Yeah, hard uh Hardcore Justice.
1: Yeah, was that was, t-
2: I was like But he's grown his hair back out, and I've yeah. seen him in a couple matches, and yeah. he's you know, he's still it's like whatever. You yeah. deal with your mortality. But it's just <laughs> that's the thing that sucks with wrestling, man, is like these guys are larger than life characters. They're almost like Greek gods and myths in a way, you know? And so when you see them... You know start to age and all this shit it's just it's a little bit of a letdown but I'll tell you what even though he went bald muda still stayed in great shape yeah I mean he's always had a good body I listened to a a shoe interview Rick Flair was talking about with muda and uh he had nothing bad to say about the guy he was like man, he was a great worker didn't speak much English but-, <laughs> <laughs> but the guy was he learned real quick he was super good in the ring and you know made some money with him
0: did you just say something about Ric Flair? <laughs>
2: how oh, the nature boy in the studio. What's going on, Rick? Oh, nothing.
1: What's going on with you, Juice? I'm going to tell you right now I was a member of the greatest group of men that ever walked God's green earth.
2: Who was that group? The Four Horsemen. Uh, get the fuck out of here, Rick. You know the NWO is the best. Woo, I don't think so, Juice <laughs> Rick, shut the fuck up Get the fuck out of here <laughs> Little shout out to Eazy-E on that one um, Since we're speaking of clicks, And I'm glad you brought that up In groups and whatnot You know who Great Muda ended up being the head of Right? The head of the NWO, NWO Japan. Japan Yeah, oh yeah, yep. yeah, yeah yep, yep. Masahiro Chono They had some good feuds over there But yeah, I loved it In his face paint It was like all black and it just had the N-W-O, N-W-O and then under the chin strap, It's a new world order, dude. Like, yeah. how badass was that, you know?
1: N-W-O-Japan.
2: Yeah. De-Halpan. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Muda was in great shape, too. Dude, you know? he was. And he can go and even still, like, watching him in TNA a few years ago, it's like, damn, dude, the guy still got it. another uh, huge move. Like, back in the day, I mean, people might not think too much of it now because now it's like a given and dudes are doing the flippy-dippy and spot monkeys, yeah. Uh, Ooh, yeah <laughs> all over everything jumping
0: over everything
2: but dude the moonsault i mean he was doing it at a time where there wasn't very much of that and, and that's he like he was
1: and he was fucking 200 and god knows how much pounds yeah muda wasn't a small <laughs> guy he was
2: definitely a heavyweight he was at i'd say at least probably like 230
1: i would say 240
2: yeah somewhere around there um Actually, I think we have his build weight.
1: That's a lot of movement for that. That's a lot of meat falling.
2: <laughs> you can't handle all that meat, can you? <laughs> um, I actually don't know what his uh, build weight was. So, Does Well, it you know, here it is. Here it is. 243 pounds. Damn, yeah. I'm
0: right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I studied. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I stuttered while you studied.
1: <laughs> Does M- Muda still wrestles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's still around. Yeah. He's, I don't
2: think he's as active. Well, as he I mean, think was in it. the he's past he's 50 some years old. Yeah, he's 55 yeah. right now, about to be 56. Yeah. yeah. But uh another thing too in the evolution of his his costume, Muda had some great fucking attire like some shit that looked just super cool, you know, straight out of like a comic book or some um as he got older, you know, he lost his hair, he started to do more of a mask. Yeah. It was like these weird uh they almost look like kabuki masks. <laughs> kabuki? No, not a fucking kabuki mask uh i couldn't even explain it they looked like something made out of a movie like yeah. it was like some movie prop shit like it would cover his whole face he'd have like just this part out here and his chin and it you know still do the mist and he had like a tube like a bane tube coming out the back of his head yeah. like just something to make him look not human like you know a, like cyborg type yeah yeah he, he had a lot of really cool masks too man like
1: i could make those
2: yeah you better make them right now <laughs>
1: He did have mass. He had the crazy <laughs> mask, almost looked like, uh, like, like alien ish type.
2: Of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a lot of good shit, that's man. Dope. But yeah, sad to say, we'll never see Muda in the WWE. Um, but here's the thing: I think that's okay. In my opinion, <laughs> WWE Hall of Fame first ballot Hall that's of Fame. That's what Famer. I was just
1: gonna say. Does he
2: make it to the WWE Hall of Fame? Uh, he should. And I, do, you know, of course, with them owning the rights to a lot of his footage, like old school WCW and NWA and whatnot. He's got to get in. He uh-huh. uh, should it, be. He should be. I mean, like I said, there would, it's hard to say there wouldn't be like a, a Shinsuke Nakamura or any of these other huge Japanese stars without Muda, but he really did bust down doors and break down barriers for guys coming over from the Orient to the U.S. trying to make a name and make money.
1: He had, you know, what I'm going to tell you. One of the one masks I I just pulled it up. Mm-hmm. Um, that he had, it almost looked like a like claws, like a claw going around his mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. entire head. Yeah,
2: he had some really cool shit, dude. Yeah, man. Like something that like Greg Nicotero, like knb Effects Group or something did. You <laughs> know, like yeah. some badass shit. Um, you know, but mood has worked everywhere, man. He's uh, like I said, right now I think he's still with his own promotion, the Wrestle One. That's uh the main thing he's doing right now, and uh. I just, man, hey, we love you, Muda. You're fucking the shit.
1: You think he'll, do uh, you think with Cody and the Young Bucks, you think he might have a, you think he might come make appearances or no?
2: Um, it, It's hard to say. You know, I, I, I would love for that to happen, but of course everything has to work out storyline-wise, you know? Mm-hmm. And those guys are very story-driven. I don't know if they would ha- necessarily even have Muda in their thoughts right. as far as for what they're writing or anything, but... I would just love to see him again on a premiere stage. That's why I was so pumped like when he was with TNA a couple of years ago. I was like, God damn, man. And they were wrestling at uh God, what's that place where they did uh ECW One Night Stand in New York? Madison Square Garden. Oh, no, the, the, not Madison uh, Square Garden. The uh, yeah, the, it's um it's a little ballroom. Uh what the hell is that goddamn name? Let me look it up. Um, <laughs> Thank you, three Floyd's. Hammerstein, for- Hammerstein Ballroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um yeah. they were doing shows there and that's when he came back in uh I think, like, James Storm went heel at that time and, like, busted a bottle over his head or some shit like that. And that's when he had Sonata with him, and there was the great Sonata. And then James Storm made him turn on fucking Muda and all that. Um, But, yeah, I just, like I said, I'm really super psyched about this guy as a wrestler, at period. It, I can't say enough good things about him because as a kid he got me super pumped up and I was like man this dude is a fucking what is he he's like some Japanese ghost or whatever I didn't know a how to Japanese explain a Japanese buzzsaw yeah yeah <laughs> there, hey man there might not be no Tajiri I
1: know exactly
2: without Muda so there's a lot of credit due to the great Muda that I don't think he really gets and it's a shame yeah it's a damn shame
1: it's a damn shame. It's a damn shame, isn't it? It's yeah, it. It's yeah. It's a damn shame. Yeah, for now, sure. He, um, yeah, he, he, I don't know. I mean, you think he was an inventor of a lot of those moves too, or at least yeah. he, he influenced a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. The
2: Moodalock, for sure. I mean, the Moonsault, I don't know who was the first guy ever doing Moonsault, but for me, he was the guy that popularized it. You know, yeah. as a kid, it was like, damn, it's like, fuck Moon is going to do the Moonsault. Yeah, I'm totally down. And then the Mist. That's one of the coolest things in fucking wrestling. Like, yeah, Kabuki had started it and I don't know if there was anybody before him or not, but Yeah. I mean, hot damn man. Who used to do who used to do the miss in, in WWF back in the day? The jury. No no no. Oh, back where they, they like, had hey, yeah, Hakushi. Like, yeah. Was yeah, that yeah. where he had all yeah, the think, tattoos yes. going down his whole body and all yep. that? Yep, the yep, painted yep. on tattoos. Yep. At least I think they were painted on. I hope they're not permanent. How are you going to get a job? <laughs> Blowjobs jobs are the only jobs for me because I have a tattoo on my face.
1: Hey, let me ask you this. Did yes. uh did Muda ever ever fight uh Masato Tanaka?
2: Not that I know of.
1: That would have been a good fight.
2: Yeah. It would have been awesome.
1: You know, that would have been a really good fight. Tanaka's a bigger guy, you know. I mm-hmm. think you know he's probably what he's got, probably 20, 30 pounds, maybe. Um, yeah. You know, maybe
0: 20 pounds. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's every piece is important.
1: towns on Muda, mm-hmm. but you know, I, Tanaka was great. You know, I think that would have been a good fight. You yeah. Know, Tajiri and Muda would have been a great fight. You know? You yeah. They, I,
2: well, they've tagged a but, bunch of times. I'm sure they've probably feuded too. Yeah. Um, and Pro Wrestling Illustrated ranked him number three of the 500 best when they do the PWI 500 singles yeah. wrestlers in 2002 which is kind of weird because, I mean, that was, okay, so WCW's over, so he's mm-hmm. back over in Japan doing his thing and having some kick-ass matches. To get number three on that list, it's pretty damn high. Uh, he was also ranked him number 25 of the top 500 singles wrestlers in 2003. So that's not bad, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah not bad at all, man.
0: Especially for his age.
2: Oh, yeah, dude. When, when, I mean, even then he was he was older, so we're talking... Yeah. Well, he's 55 now, and we're talking, what, like 18 he's years ago? He's not no young buck, is, yeah. you know what I mean? He was no sprain chicken nope. and no blastings.
1: And he debuted at, He debuted in 84. Yeah. Wow, man. Talk about a long
2: career. He's had a, probably the longest Japanese uh, tenured wrestler out in the States, you oh, know? yeah. Yep. Oh, definitely. Uh, for sure. That. And I would say definitely the most fucking over. Like, I couldn't even imagine if he showed up. I, the perfect... Uh, real quick uh dream booking scenario if he was to go to uh we were entertainment wwe he'd have to pop up for me at nxt yeah because i i mean even though he should be on the main roster i just think there would be a better suited storyline and match up on him. there like yeah. they had jushin thunder liger did a one-off match there and it's fucking awesome just to see him come in have a match and that's it you know mm-hmm. um For those of you out there who are familiar with the Wrestling Observer newsletter and, uh, you know, (laughs) should we say his name? Dave Meltzer. Everybody always rags on him because he's, like, huge in all the Japanese wrestlers. (laughs) But, you know, whatever. Um, The Best Wrestling Maneuver Award of 2001 went to the Muda for the Shining Wizard. He had the Match of the Year in 2001 versus uh, Tenru. On June eighth in Tokyo, Japan, he was the most improved wrestler that year, as well as Wrestler of the Year in two thousand one, and the Reader's Favorite Wrestler in two thousand one. He also was in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame class of nineteen ninety nine. He had a five star match in nineteen eighty seven too.
1: Now, and you were talking about earlier how uh, some of the some of those matches they're like they're like they they rate them. Like how how bloody they are based off the like that muda match with that death match, yeah, yeah was that a, was that great muda versus great Nita no, 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 that wasn't that which one which match was that that was
2: a Hiroshi hasi or however you say his name i i I hate like one of the guys have foreign names, and I just I butchered a hell out of them, but no, yeah, that was a who he actually ended up tagging with on several times, so that's kind of strange,
1: yeah, yeah. That's nuts, and I'm trying to look up that match now so I can kind of see it, because that, that was a, that was later in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, that was in New Japan. Um, it says, Great Muda versus Hiroshi Hase, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Battle um, in 1992. Does that sound about right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think about, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. I think about around that time. It's just unbelievable. The Crimson oh. Mask let it flow.
1: Well, it's just crazy that when you just kind of look back, and you're like, man, these, he really did influence. Man, he influenced a lot of it. You yeah,
2: know? and you know who he was trained by, too? Hiro Matsuda, who also trained
0: the Mortal Kombat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts, man. Mm-hmm. And
2: he debuted in 84 a day after my birthday. How fucking awesome is that? No shit. Against Masahiro Chono. Remember Masahiro Chono in WCW? He was in the NWO Japan but he was he was always like the Japanese wrestler WCW had back when there was like the Nitro. You know what I'm talking about in the coasts. That's right. Yeah, Masa, Masahiro Chono.
1: Dude, he is he is gushing blood in this match.
2: Oh yeah, this yeah. is crazy. How it's did, it's nuts, dude.
1: Yeah, how did he how did he not pass out?
2: Because he's the fucking Muda man. Yeah.
1: Has he had any bloody matches? Did, did he ever? Did he ever fight in ECW? Did he ever do anything in ECW? No,
2: not not that I know of. Yeah. It, but it was never ECW guy. Yeah, I That's think, uh, yeah, because when WCW folded, uh, there was some. He had a no compete clause or some shit uh, that he couldn't go to WWF after his contract ended. Like when they when the yeah, company folded. Yeah, a few folded. people had that. Yeah,
0: that no no.
2: Uh... Was there some like that, or to where he had already had a contract and. But he was getting paid enough to not do anything. Mm-hmm. But I think it was more the no compete clause. I could be wrong. You know, those of you who were there know. Those of you that weren't like us, you're fucking speculate. You know? spackle yeah. and speculate.
1: Speculate. the speculator. Spackle my love tackle. Speculator.
2: Time for the speculator. Why does it sound like
1: Popeye? <laughs> And you know what's crazy too is you watch some of those matches too, and it's mm-hmm. like, man, some of those moves that are you know, quote unquote, finishers now or became finishers, like they weren't back in the day when in in the Japan wrestling, you know, the right. power bomb and stuff like right. that. Like they were just in the match, dude. Like match, it was, yes. it,
2: and that's what made a lot of those matches so fucking badass, dude. Yeah, I mean, he's had some good matches too, like even against uh, guys like Big Van Vader, yeah. rest in peace, you know, RIP. Hmm. Um him and uh Saido were uh the tag team and they fought guys like the Steiner brothers there's yeah. there's so ooh, many <laughs> ooh, 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 <laughs> ooh. the dog face gramlin uh so many great matches um Muda man come on uh even I think Brian Pillman uh too Cold Scorpio and this was uh during WCW days so we're talking let's see here uh wrestled Sting at a house show and then and Steve Austin. And on December twenty eighth, made his fourth successive Starcade appearance, teaming with Barry Windham. Yeah. What? To, <laughs> what? To defeat flying Brian Pillman and Two Cold Scorpio. Both guys uh <laughs> well it says uh later that night Muda was eliminated or eliminated Windham to win the Starcade ninety two Battle Bowl. So that's cool. Oh, and there's here's a funny thing for you. For those of you guys, uh there's a meme going around. It's like a gift too. If you look up the Great Moodle when he fought Hogan in New Japan back in yeah, the day.
0: Yeah, I just look at
2: that. Yeah, where he's running down the ramp, dude, he gets out of the ring and he, dude, back then that was you know how the stage that you like when the ramp had, like the old yeah. ECW yeah. and it's super fucking long, dude, <laughs> and he gets out the <laughs> ring and he just runs the whole distance. <laughs> and fucking what's it, clothesline? Did he end up clotheslining Hogan or some shit happened? <laughs> But dude, he he was a running foe. He was running,
1: <laughs> running with the devil. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> Who won the Hogan Muda match?
2: Uh, come on now. I am a man, <laughs> invading your land to take everything. <laughs> 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 a fight was for what's <laughs> <one's> right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. I mean, come on, Muda, it's fighting Hogan, man. The biggest guy ever in our ever sport. Ever in the sport. Ever. Man. Icon.
1: I'm watching that now, and both of their hands get stuck in the rope as they go over. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: they do. There was kind of a little botch. It's still a good match. You guys should go check it out. Um, That match, if you guys have New Japan World and you subscribe to that, you can check it out, because I. it's not going to be on WWE Network. No. Wah. Wah. Whoa. You
1: know, it sucks. that's a lot of good wrestling, man, that they're missing out on. Mm-hmm. You know? There's a ton of good wrestling. Well...
2: But, I mean, that's shit that, you know, it's trademarked. It's New Japan shit. Mm-hmm. They don't, they're not going to, WWE's not going to purchase their li- tape library.
1: Not unless they buy the whole damn Shibuto. Yeah,
2: and that's not going to happen. New Japan's really breaking in strong in America. And they got some more shows coming up in 2019, uh, California and somewhere else. They're, California. No, don't a California.
0: California cool
2: <laughs> <laughs> to, to the homeless so,
1: In the city So we've been talking about Muda mm-hmm. What's going on What's going on on Friday
2: uh, Friday night Well I mean <laughs> who knows when this is going to air <laughs> So we might have just Frid- Botched ourselves fr-
1: Friday the 14th
2: The 14th Ooh. The ROH the 14th final battle Of December
1: yeah. to dismember <laughs> yeah,
2: That's throwing good. that I like that. I like that. I dig it. Um yeah, you got the ROH final battle. Uh Black Machismo, yeah.
0: oh yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Meet the, where's the
1: snake? Speaking of which, hey uh Macho Man, what do you think about tomorrow night?
2: Ooh, let me tell you something about tomorrow night and what's gonna go on.
0: Yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna fight Cody Rhodes, the son of the plumber. Yeah. I'm gonna take him to the
1: limit.
0: I'm gonna take his title. Yeah, dig it.
1: So once you get deep into the match and 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 you've got Cody beat when you when you see him going deep, you know I gotta dig real deep, get right in the thick of things, yeah, and how are you going to beat him? oh, I'm gonna beat him with my dick real hard,
0: real stiff <laughs> real hard. all right,
1: a little inappropriate, but thank you, macho man. <laughs> oh yeah any time, man, yeah, dig
0: it. <laughs>
2: That's going to be a good card. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of good matches. There's uh there's a ladder war match I believe uh, the Young Bucks are involved in and it, it's going to be off the hook. Dude, there's there's a lot of story implications of what's going to happen now with the Young Bucks, the Elite, all those guys leaving potentially leaving New Japan and ROH and starting their own promotion, which I haven't necessarily um talked about much. So it's here's a good segue into that right now. The all elite wrestling. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Break the wall down. Bring them
2: down. <laughs> <laughs> you like that, my shitty uh baby style Chris Jericho shit? <laughs> Dig it. <laughs> Dig it. Um, anyways, yeah, so ROH final battle. It's gonna happen on Friday and it's gonna fucking Push it to the limit. Limit. It's gonna walk along the razor's edge. Hey yo.
1: Hey yo. <laughs> hey <laughs> yo,
2: Juice. Yeah.
1: What's going on, Juice? How <laughs> you doing?
2: Not a damn thing.
1: Have you ever tried my boy Dallas's yoga?
2: <laughs> Me and Dolly.
0: Me and Dolly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think we're gonna win that one. We can't do that. I yeah, no, going <laughs> Dolly. <no>. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Me and Dolly were like uh, hanging out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's right folks We were hanging out here At Tom Lodge's studio And uh, we're just a rocking And a bebopping And
0: cutting it up <laughs>
2: That was <laughs> yeah. intense yeah. Um, So getting back to what I was saying though uh, All Elite Wrestling There's this rumor going around There's been a lot of Trademarks filed About uh Cody Rhodes The Yumbucks, Um Rocka Khan No that's not his real name Whoever is I think he's like half owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like I was yeah. telling you guys earlier before yeah. we went on air, he's like got three, yeah, three times as much money as the he, WWE. Dude, he walks into places like this. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Money, 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 money. Oh, Shrek! Cue that Ted DiBiase for me, baby.
0: I love it.
2: So they've filed trademarks for things like Tuesday Night Dynamite. Um all elite wrestling all out which would be a sequel to all in uh the potential is limitless with what's going on with these guys you don't know because the rumor is it's supposed to be like young bucks jericho cody jim ross starting their own promotion and of course jericho you know maybe he's trolling everybody which he's super good at is denying all this shit. But, I mean, hey. This
1: you, Jericho, man, he's a showman, dude.
2: Yeah, yeah, you, you can't let the cat out of the bag just yet. But Cody's been hitting that shit for a long time, and all of those guys. I mean, so we could potentially see Kenny Omega and everybody who's in the elite, who's a huge fucking star right now, leave and start something big. I mean, we could be potentially seeing what could be the equivalent to a Monday Night War Type scenario where you have another huge ass company that's gonna have the buying power to be able to be like, hey, come over here. We got the money. We have the talent. We got the you know the storylines. Because those guys, dude, if you guys watch Being the Lead every week, the Young Bucks, the way that dude, they were telling stories. The story they're telling right now about ROH, uh, final battle 2018, and like Triple H trying to buy them guys out and bring them the WWE. Like it's go back and watch. Um, Bt episodes from a year ago, this storyline has played out for a fucking year, and it's like crazy because you don't get that much in wrestling anymore. No, nope. uh, you know there's in feuds in WWE. You might see the same guys wrestle each other every fucking week, but there's no story to it. It's just like, ah, well, where's the story? Yeah, we'll throw uh let's do Dolph Ziggler versus Drew McIntyre for the 15th time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they'll just deal with it because that's what they want. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> yeah, right. You better lose. Yeah. I will break you. <laughs> I will break you, then I will fuck you. <laughs> uh, I don't give fuck. So that's you know that's one of the big things um, that we're looking at in 2019, especially after this pay per view. Like, does is it going to give us any kind of insight as to where these guys are going and what they're doing? I don't know. You guys are going to have to watch. Um, you can get that on the Fight App. Uh, ROH has the Honor Club. I'm sure you can purchase it there if you remember. Uh, but yeah, check that out. And then also in January, dude, we got the Wrestle Kingdom 13. That's uh Chris Jericho. Oh, yeah. yeah. Chris Jericho is going to be there defending the IWGP Intercontinental title against Naito. Uh you got Kenny Omega defending his IWGP heavyweight championship. It's going to be fucking Who's
1: he? You know who he's fighting?
2: Yeah, Tanahashi. It yeah.
1: does not matter who he's fighting. Jabroni.
2: <laughs> it does not <Jabroni>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> matter. If you like poontang pie, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, hey, juices, Scott, I got, I got one more thing to say. Yeah, what's up, Scott? Leave.
1: Hard work pays off, dreams come true. Bad guys don't last, but bad guys
2: do. Dude. You just said bad guys don't last, but bad guys do. I meant to say bad guys. <laughs> Scott, put the three Floyds down. <laughs> You're in recovery, brother. I <laughs> said recovery. Hey, Dolly,
1: hand me one of those brewskis. <laughs>
2: one of those Teddy brewskis. <laughs> <laughs> those, te- those Teddy Ruxpins? <laughs> yeah, Teddy <laughs> Ruxpins. Remember that <laughs> Terry Ruxpins? It te- was a Terry Ruxman. Did you Ter- say <laughs> Terry Ruxpins? Terry-, Terry Bridgewater. <laughs> He's been traveling those Colorado Rockies too long with them cool. Banquets, I've been man. on that train, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> on the hoo-
1: train. <laughs>
2: Dude, I like
1: that gimmick. I don't care, I was yeah. Good. The godfather. Yeah,
2: godfather, it was, was great. Was great gimmick. I, I like, like Papa great. Shango a little better, yeah, though. Yeah, Shango was awesome, yeah. yeah.
1: He but you want to know what for, he had two for not being like a like a like a headliner. He mm-hmm. had two
2: really cool gimmicks. You know, I thought I thought the the Godfather they were B- they true. were all way better than Kama Mustafa, yeah. the ultimate fighting machine. They tried to capitalize early on that UFC shit. You know, like this guy's ultimate fighter. He'll take it to the limit. Push it to the limit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> limit. You didn't like the Good Father.
2: The good, the good oh, with the rights to censor? Yeah. Uh, no, boy, no, I did terrible. not. Stevie Richards? No, yeah. Stevie Richards nicks Stevie nicks Richards? <laughs>
1: Stevie scum?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Stevie Ray scum?
1: No, thanks.
2: <laughs> no, not at all.
1: So, what do you think after after the? Uh, I mean, this will probably this will air after the the fights. But what do you think about the card on uh, on the fourteenth? Um,
2: it, it, it's a good card. Just off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you. You What's going it, on? You
1: could call it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Pre- oh, it's easily it.
2: going to be a thumbs up. Roh always delivers, dude. Yeah. It's it's not like we're sitting here like debating and reviewing a WWE pay per view, which is also happening on Sunday. We have tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh my! Yeah. TLC. Did you just say <laughs> TLC? Yeah, I'm, I'm so pumped to see Ronda Rousey versus Nia Jax. Uh, who the, yeah the irresistible force as they call her
1: I'm not a monster. I'm not a monster.
2: <laughs> yeah i i i don't know i don't even want to get into that I, you have daniel bryan versus aj styles daniel bryan i kind of like his heel persona right now i think it's kind of cool for him it's a little it's refreshing um it's a breath yeah 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 it's a breath of stank air uh, <laughs> no I, I do like heel Daniel Bryan um, What would he say He was on Smackdown A week or two ago And he was like Someone was Because t- I think he like Kicked AJ in the balls For like <laughs> the millionth time That dude's dick Has been abused so much in This <laughs> He hasn't got a dick Like Joey Ryan it ain't made of steel and ain't fucking flexing Joey Ryan's dick Looks like Scott Steiner's arms <laughs> <laughs> Who got the best body
0: Yeah Me and my brother, Joey Ryan, Gump, you're fat! Yeah. (laughs)
1: You know, and I'm about seventy-five percent, and then and he's about thirty-three percent, and a third, and that means naked gun,
2: thirty-three, and a third. Justin Nielsen and my brother. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ooh, 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 yeah! ooh. <laughs> i love the steiner shit it's, yeah, great. it's, it's so, so great there's,
1: so, there's such awkward promos but they're <laughs> awesome,
2: you know? yeah i love that he's embraced it too you know he doesn't he he knows that he doesn't he doesn't really take himself too seriously <laughs> with that now you know he's just a big fucking meathead not saying he's stupid. So Scotty, if you're out there listening ever, you're not stupid. I love you. You're one of my favorites. You're probably gonna be on the showcase episode one of these days. But uh yeah. Um TLC, like I was saying, eh, whatever. Don't care. <whop, whop, whop. I might I might tune in if I ain't got shit going on or I'm not tune hung over. <laughs> <laughs> But other than that, I, I, I don't know. I could give give a fuck.
1: I don't give a fuck about TLC. <laughs> don't give a fuck.
2: <laughs> I don't give a fuck either. But what I do give a fuck about is I'm really excited to get, uh, you know, we got what? One or two more episodes <clears throat> as I'm dying over here before 2019 hits.
1: The big 2019 yeah. big plans for the JP. It's
2: that 2019 in the 219.
1: Yeah, yeah, Yeah,
2: Yeah, we got got a lot of cool stuff that we're playing.
1: We put the two one nine in twenty nineteen.
2: Yeah, that's right. JP Dub, oh, it's obscene. (laughs) 2019 is going to be a great year for the JPW. Yeah, it's going to be good We're going to do a lot of things We're going to work with a lot of people Try to get a lot of stories out to you guys Um, for Fixins. Peop- Fixins. yeah, All Fixins, blessings, blessings trimmings, drippings Maybe true. even if you're not careful A little bit of jerkins <laughs> You know, go visit Montego Bay And get that hey. Caribbean jerkins <laughs> Yeah, buddy Oh man, Teddy, that shit's fire We got yes. the real shout out, Teddy Even though fire. I know you're not listening <laughs> Teddy's like, I don't like wrestling. <laughs> but all the rest of you guys listening do, and hopefully you like the show. And hopefully you check us out on Twitter at JPW Podcast, and on Instagram at Juice Pro Wrestling, and on Facebook at Juice Pro Wrestling Podcast. And you can even join the JPW. What is the JP Woo? Do you dare ask what the fuck the
1: JPW is? It is the JPW Wrestling
2: Universe.
0: My wrestling
2: universe! Join it. Share your feelings, your thoughts, your desires. Hey, what about your shout out to Sabu for the birthday? Getting all those. T- oh, yeah. On Twitter, we're blowing up right Getting now. It's over 300. T- yeah, over 300 likes and 50, 60, 70. I don't know how many retweets. I'm not even here. Here we go. Since we're on it and we got some video going, we'll look at it right now. Twitter. We got um, a few more notifications oh my god becky look at that butt it is so huge and so scrum diddly umptious. it's like a bar of scrum diddly okay here we go
1: where are those tweets
2: <laughs> those tweets oh my god uh currently as of right now this second in time we are at 34 retweets and 321 likes hey now that's not bad and we also got the Sabu and RVD in that conversation, they're liking some stuff, and the, the drummer from Orgy. Remember those guys? Tie
0: yourself to me, stitch up my emptiness. It's
2: <laughs> fucking horrible, but whatever. You know, I like their cover of Blue Monday. New Order. Sue me.
1: Just sue me.
2: Yeah, sue me and do it well. <laughs> you can also check us out on YouTube at jpdub.com and we're on any podcasting platform. You can also check us out. Go to greendoornetwork.com Network. 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 And, hey, we got Network. plenty to offer you. We got Musically Meditated. We got John G's Fantasy Hustle. We got Gigi Stalin and the Absurdity Junkies. And we also have the Pricks on Flicks. So whether you want football movies or just straight weird shit, tune in. The Green Door Network's got it all.
1: And the Musically.
2: Musically Meditated. Yeah musically menstruated our boy <laughs> yeah joe Riley. <laughs> hey hey you're gonna be on the episode aren't you yeah, coming up here
1: coming up we're gonna be talking about Dimebag bag daryl that's right crazy it's been that long already Fourteen, yeah 14 years damn
2: time flies man time flies. speaking we're if we uh fun. before we end here um send out our condolences in the pro wrestling world uh the last couple of weeks lost a couple of guys man uh first it was the dynamite kid man that was kind of a tom billington hard mm-hmm. pill to swallow everybody knows who dynamite kid is i mean yep. fuck you want to talk about influential fucking wrestler uh, i mean this guy did many stints in japan uh out in calgary alberta canada with calgary uh and stampede wrestling calgary um, calgary. Alberta, <laughs> yeah, <remember? laughs> calgary alberta canada yeah man from
0: calgary
2: alberta canada coming down the aisle and <laughs> <laughs> then Land storm I'm for, I'm Lance if Storm. If I could I'm be Lance serious Storm. for a minute. <laughs> Lance Storm, hey. Shout out to Front Row Material podcast. Lance Storm was just on one of their latest episodes. It's Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whipwreck. What up, boys? Uh Yeah, you just so <laughs> <laughs> threw me off what the fuck I was saying. Maybe video wasn't such a good idea, RIP. Yeah, yeah. RIP, RIP. Yeah, yeah. RIP Torn. What a fucked up name. You know, it's kind of redundant. Um, (laughs) the Dynamite Kid, though, one half of the British Bulldogs. Uh, (laughs) I'm losing my grits over there. I'm losing my grits. (laughs) He's losing his cocoa wheats. (laughs) What are cocoa wheats, you ask? A delicious malty meal you can make every Saturday morning for your children because you can't afford anything else. The Juice Pro Wrestling is proudly endorsed by Malta Meal. (laughs) for you you cheap bastards out there (laughs) when those dems want to take all your paycheck (laughs) i'm just silly i don't want to talk any political shit crazy (laughs) choose you crazy uh no but serious on a serious note though tom billington dynamite kid super influential british wrestler um, I mean, especially on the U.K. scene and with the way it's breaking out now, probably one of the original like British strong style guys and a huge influence on a a, a how would you call it? a black sheep of pro wrestling nowadays? Chris Benoit. Yeah. I mean, to me, Benoit was like the reincarnation of Dynamite Kid during his time. I mean, it's it's uncanny. You could totally see the influence in that. And, you know, not <laughs> endorsing what Benoit did, obviously, no, but no. um, I mean, the guy was still a great wrestler, so I had to throw that out there. But R.I.P., Um, yeah, that fucking sucks. Now I'm getting all bummed out, man. Dynamite Kid, he was fucking awesome. His daughter is actually uh, Britt Baker. She's a pro wrestler, and she's with Adam Cole, who's in NXT right now. So, yeah, be sure to follow her on Twitter and check her out. Um, Another one, we lost Larry the Axe Henning. Or Hennig, yeah. as I Hennig. should say. Hennig. Yeah, Hennig. I like to do the Henning thing too, you know. I'm just the guy who likes to botch up the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Larry the X, uh, father, father of one Mr. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. We lost him.
1: That's crazy, man.
2: Yeah. Wrestlers die like fucking flies, dude. They just drop all but the time. You know what? I mean, Larry I mean, was older.
1: He, he died, you know, after his son, which is a lot harder. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, and that's weird. And Curtis Axel, who was Mr. Perfect's son, you know, third right. generation yeah, right there. Um, you know, condolences to all those guys and their families. As much as we like to joke around and have a good fucking time, that shit sucks, you know. Yeah. So shout out to all those guys, and we appreciate everything you guys did for the business, and you gave us a lot to talk about and a lot of matches to watch. So, hey, here's to you. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Salute. On that note, we're gonna wet 'em up. up, wet 'em up. up, wet 'em up, wet 'em up.
0: Up. up, wet 'em
2: up. No! Suck my dick. <laughs>
0: you going to do ahead. sex to me? Ho, 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 ho. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the ho, <laughs> ho, Ohio Lottery.
1: Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly.
0: Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon.